Welcome to the Lionfish Podcast. Today's podcast is going to be Unbelievable. It's a documentary that's coming out, uh, hopefully relatively soon, uh, filmed in, in Belize, and it's called Unbelievable. And today we've got Eladio Arvello and Sharik Hak, and we'll be discussing the project and some of the challenges and all sorts of great things. So welcome to Unbelievable. Let's start with you, Sharif. Tell us a little bit about yourself, who you are, what you do, and, and uh, why you're doing this project. Sure, sure, sure. Um, so this is quite interesting because I've been in the tech industry for a long time. So over the last five years, I transitioned from there to filmmaking because I think this is the area where you can really make an impact. And uh, part of that also came up out of the fact that I, I volunteered in marine conservations around the world. Um, and I happened to be in Belize, uh, you know, four or five years ago with one of my first conservation, specifically on the lionfish killing um, at 3CI. And uh, I really enjoyed it. I really liked the way they, they put things together there. Um, in there, I met uh, one of the retired world bank directors, Phil Carr, uh, while I was volunteering in Belize. And, uh, you know, we started talking about film. Uh, a lot of you and I have done a couple of films before already. Uh, that's on Amazon Prime. We Our previous one was uh, called Vietnam Fast Forward. It's already on Amazon Prime, getting great reviews. And so one of the things Phil approached me was like, maybe we do something on Belize. I'm like, yeah, let's talk about a story here. So then I got our director, Eladio, engaged. And uh, about eight, nine months ago, we started talking about, uh, you know, who would we interview, what the storyline would be like. And things like that. And so that's how the development of the film came about. Um, and it's called Unbelievable Blue. Um, it really is a, a story about uh, marine conservation of a small country like Belize, protecting the second largest barrier reef in the world with, with a lot of, lot of challenges coming into play, right? And again, landfish is part of that. But you have coral degradation, you have over-tourism. So there's a lot of going on. Going on. And then in, in, in Inside of all this, we find like about 15 women leaders that are actually carrying a lot of the weight of this change. And so the story will focus around these women leaders and what they're doing to, um, to uh, remedy the situation of climate change and ocean and, and issues, things of that sort. And the idea is to give um, a constructive view of what can, you know, what does Belize been doing? What can the rest of the world follow a lead of a country this small that's doing such a great job? So that's where it's going to be. Uh, I'll let a lot of you talk about the film a little more as far as like how long it's going to be, how long it'll take to shoot. So, but that's where we're at. That's where sure. uh, the intro is. So, so I actually call it unbelievable. It's actually unbelievable blue. Unbelievable blue. Unbelievable blue. Okay, so I was kind of right, but not quite. You're there. You're there. <laughs> Story of my life. I'm never quite right. So, <laughs> I th I think so Eladio, like, how did you get involved? Uh, yeah, so I, as, as Rafe was mentioning, um, I'm also um, a lover of the, of the sea and the oceans. <clears throat> I'm a, I'm a um, certified master scuba diver and so I, I love the ocean I love to go scuba diving and I, I visited Belize once before uh, with Sharif actually and I've been looking for a project that combines my passion for the ocean and conservation and also creating a cinematic experience to bring people to um, appreciate this environment that is so pristine um, I've, I've been working with Sharif and Phil since the beginning of the year and we put together uh, the story for Ombelisa Blue, 
uh, which is basically going to be about marine conservation and uh, women's leadership in, um, in, in Belize. Uh, we're looking forward to starting filming uh, early next year to, to get the first footage and put together a trailer to showcase um, the essence of the story. Nice. And Eladio, have you ever seen a lionfish in the wild? I, I, I have, actually. Uh, at the beginning, I didn't know what they was. They looked beautiful. So I wanted to get closer and closer to get a picture and some video of it. Uh, afterward, I, I learned more about them and, you know, how invasive they are and, you know, the impact that they're having in the reef. So it's, uh, it, it's been a learning process. But at the very beginning, they, they just look gorgeous on the water. Yeah. And Sharif, um, you said about five years ago, you, you l- learned or you started hunting lionfish. When, when did you, do you remember seeing your first lionfish? What kind of experience that was? Yeah, I think you know, it was, well, it was, it was with a nonprofit organization in, uh, in uh, Belize. So they were pretty structured. They, they educated us in the beginning first, you know, and oh, this is how, what, what the lionfish does, how it hunts and then what, what, what do you do to, uh, you know, actually hunt it. So that was my first experience. I've never, I'm like a lot of you. I was like, yeah, it looks like a pretty animal. I mean, I, you see it in a, in a, in a, it's a typical fish you would see in a, like a saltwater tank at a friend's house, right? You're like, <laughs> oh my God, that's a cool fish. I'm like, I didn't know that this is like such a prolific problem in the whole Caribbean. And it's like, when you look at the data, uh, you know, it's just unbelievable how they just, you know, blew up in the, in, in, uh, in, um, in the Caribbean. Right, right, right. Um, so the Belize came about when you kept caught up with Phil, who's also yeah. part of this project. Yeah. yeah. Um, and when did you guys actually decide you were going to do this project? Like when, did, how long did it, did the process take? It took us, um, yeah, I would say it took us a good year. I would say where the conversation started like in maybe a year or so ago, but it solidified over the last year, as a lot of you alluded, you know, we just started on development process, you know, in a, in a film, you've got your development process, You've got your production and you got your post-production. So right now with the development phase. Um, so, uh, yeah, it's, it's been like, I don't know, Ladio, how many months has it been since we started with Phil? I think we, we probably started the conversation even in 2020. At the very beginning, uh, the idea was to create a short film about uh, just the lionfish story of Belize. But yeah. the more we, we thought about it, we realized that, you know, that it's, it's, a, it's a much bigger story. And the, the element of uh, all these women leaders that are taking care of the better reef in Belize became kind of the central theme. So now um, the lionfish story will become one of the main, uh, one of the topics in the film in this whole picture of how, what work has been done in Belize to protect the better reef for, for generations to come. Okay. Yeah. And you're going to be, I'm sorry, go ahead. Oh, sorry. Sorry, I was just going to add on to a lot of you. Like, we're 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 interviewing Jen Chapman, right, of Blue Ventures, who's who's got some solid data on on lionfish prolification that's happened. So we're going to present, uh, you know, factual data of what's happened and what Belize has done to remedy some of these situations. Is it all eradicated? No, absolutely not. But there are there ways to improve? Are there ways to, uh, of of help from from outside? Yes. Cool. And uh, you're going to be doing a lot of interviews. Tell us about some of the people you're going to be interviewing. Yeah, so we've got uh, uh, we've got quite a few people. We have Jan- uh, Janola from uh, uh, from uh, let's see. Well, wait, I, I, I mentioned Jam Jen Chapman. So we have uh, Janelle Janona, who's actually the we call, I guess they call her the vice president of Belize <laughs> from Oceana. 
Um, we will have like the head of Belize's uh, uh, fisheries department, Beverly Wade. Um, we have uh, Lisa Karn, who's a marine biologist. So it's 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 going to be who's who of marine biology, the movers and shakers of Belize that are actually going to be on this. And uh, we're also trying to secure, um, I believe, Eladia, who is uh, uh, the marine, um, it's at the top of my head now. We, yeah, we have a few other characters. We have Lisa Karn from yeah. Fragments of Hope. Uh, she's been yeah. working on uh, co corals uh, for a long time, the restoration of corals. And uh, we have uh, Jeanette Gibson. She yeah. was uh, responsible for uh, basically creating the, um, receiving the UNESCO designation for the World Heritage Site of the Berry Reef. Um, we also have Rachel Gra Graham. She's been working on protecting uh, the shark sanctuaries. And um, a few other people uh, we have all together, we have talked to 12 uh, potential characters. Um, so we are going through their stories and trying to see how to combine them into a coherent um, film. Nice. So as a filmmaker, what do you see as some of your biggest challenges going forward with this? The biggest challenge. So number one is uh, funding. Uh, it's, 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 starting the film is, is, uh, is a daunting task actually, because, um, it, we're in the stage where we have developed the film and we have a very concrete idea, but getting the first grant to support the film is the most challenging. Um, once we have at least uh, two or three grants, we have kind of validated the idea enough to get bigger institutions to support us. So, um, the start is just the most challenging. So we have started a, a crowdfunding campaign to kind of uh, support us to go to Belize on the first filming trip. We're planning to be there for Reef Week, which is scheduled for March. Uh, so we'll be there between one and two weeks and hopefully we'll be able to... Actually, the plan is to interview three to four characters so we have enough footage to showcase the essence of the story. Uh, that's the number one challenge uh, right now. Uh, there's other logistical challenges uh, with Omicron in the picture. We don't know uh, if this is going to impact our plans. <laughs> Ho hopefully not. Uh, but it's always, an, the world is uncertain nowadays. So, you know, we have to plan all of these unknowns into our logistical uh, plans to go to Belize. And then um, the other challenge is creative, creatively. Um, we, you know, we have talked to about, about 12 characters, but we need to combine their stories into a story that people will want to see on the big screen. Uh, so that requires a lot of uh, creativity. Okay. And uh, Sharif, what, what are your, some of your challenges with what's, what, you, what you're doing? Yeah. I mean, primarily it's always going to be the fundraising initially, I think, because that's the initial. Uh, so we're, we're doing two types of fundraising, right? We're doing the Indiegogo fundraising for our you know, family and friends and, in a basic local contribution, which we've been successful already. You know, we're at 30% of our goal. Um, and then we also got accepted to International Documentary Association's uh, um, fundraising fund. So with that one, a corporation or an individual can make a donation, uh, 501C, and they can claim it, uh, it it's nonprofit. So hopefully that those things, and uh, we're applying for several grants, whether it's scientific, documentary, corporate grants over the next uh uh, two, three months. Um, we had success with one of them already. Phil can talk about it on his, uh, on his interview with you. And so I think that's, uh, that's, that's the beginning of it all, right? So, 
uh, the fundraising will have to happen in, you know, in, 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 sure. in adult man production and post-production. So it's a journey. It's a journey. So it's going to take us a couple of years to make this film. So it's oh, a 90 wow. minute film that's, uh, that will be hopefully competing at a, you know, award level for, for large, large format documentaries. So that's right. where there's going to be a lot of challenges coming. We, we, <laughs> we faced a lot of it. We, we did a small documentary in the beginning that went to PBS. Uh, you know, that was, that had little challenges. Then we went bigger and did a whole documentary in Vietnam. And that took us two years. And, and that had its own set of challenges filming in a foreign country, right? So we're very aware of these things and we plan ahead of time to make sure that this will go hopefully smoothly. But then again, like I said, you have elements of Eladio diving underwater, filming lionfish. Uh, how are we going to film that? And, that's a challenge set on its own. We are flying big drones above these pristine, beautiful areas to give you that, you know, that inspiring look of how beautiful this, this reef looks is. So it, we have challenges everywhere, but we are engaging local production team in, uh, in Belize to help us out, uh, to make sure that, you know, everything goes hopefully as smooth as possible. Nice. So speaking of the funding, if somebody listening wants to help out or learn more, where would they go to help fund or to donate? Ladio, if you wanna. So uh, we have a, a website. It's called onbelizeblue.org. Org. Uh, that's that's the main website for the film. So we have all the information there. Uh, but if you go to that website, it, it will basically show you the the current uh, crowdfunding trailer that we have. Uh, it showcases um, the essence of the story. You can also find a link to our Indigo campaign that runs until the end of this year. So there's about uh, three weeks left there. And there's also a link from our website to the um, uh, International Documentary Association page for our, for our films where you can make a tax-deductible donation. Okay. Um, so part of the lionfish section of this uh, documentary, I mean, it's not going to be all lionfish. It's going to be a whole host of things for conservation. It's, it's um, part of the whole story. Yeah. Can you pinpoint a little bit on, um, are you going to be doing interviews with people who like make lionfish jewelry, that type of stuff or? Yes, yes, yes. We have, uh, we have Kaj who's a very successful lionfish uh, jewelry in Belize and Placencia. Um, we have another, uh, uh, yeah, we have two, two individuals that actually does the lionfish jewelry that we're going to showcase, uh, you know, local Belizeans women doing something, uh, quite amazing in that sense. Nice. Nice. Um, and Belize is one of these countries that's so much farther ahead in conservation than most of the countries in the Caribbean, right? Correct. Correct. They're quite ahead of time. And, and, and one of the key stories behind it is specifically women. There is a lot of women involved in there. That's uh, that that's that's that that's a story that we we'd like to highlight and uh, to to the level of you know you're talking about you know smaller children to you know to generational uh, uh, conservationists that are there that are the women that we'd like to highlight. So I think that would be an interesting story for people to see. Yeah, virtually all the NGOs that are tasked with uh, marine conservation in Belize are led by women which is uh, remarkable for, for the region. Oh, wow. That's nice. Yeah, it's, it's, it's quite remarkable when you think about it. I'll give you an example like Beverly Wade. You know, she's the head of uh, fisheries uh, in, in Belize. It's kind of a fascinating story to have a woman that has to tell all male fishermen, hey, no gillnet fishing. You can't do, you know, you have to do responsible fishing. And, and, and that type of a leadership that's quite 
amazing to watch, I think. And, and that, that's something we'd like to highlight. Right, right. And you talked about Reef CI, how when you first learned about Reef CI, that's actually where um, Sharif and I met um, yeah. on Reef CI for a week. It was, it's a really incredible, they do a, an incredible job maintaining those reefs. Um, and you can see it. You can see it in the fish populations. You can see it in how pristine they are. Um, and every single day, Monday through Friday, they're out there multiple times, multiple divers uh, going out to, to maintain those reefs and to keep them clean and keep them free of lionfish and um, all the Belizeans that work on that island is it's uh, it's an incredible that's an incredible story in itself um, just the the work they do for that area. Oh, absolutely, uh, yeah. absolutely. I think they're they're it's I think they're killing lionfish like I'd say when I I think when I was when I first went there that was like four or five years ago there was a lot more lionfish right so I think we were killing like. 30 something a day yeah. uh, between like say four or five volunteers. This time I see, definitely see a less population. So it's been effective over the last four or five years. So yeah. with my own eyes, I can see that. So that was, that's something successfully definitely worth sharing. Yeah. And they actually, um, since 2008, they've pulled out over a hundred thousand lionfish. Yep. Just that's- from that tiny little area. And you know, you, you're, when you drive out to the reefs, it's literally like three minutes and you're on the reef. So it's not like it's this vast area. It's this tiny little surrounding area. Yeah. It's, it's a story of like making small changes. You know, right now with climate change, everything's such a doom and gloom, doom and gloom, just hitting everybody with, what do we do? Like, well, okay, here are the little steps in a small country like Belize is doing. So take a look at this. And, you know, I think afterwards you'd feel inspired and you, you may want to do something like this on your own. You know, it's, it's just, uh, you know, uh, a good, great, positive story, I think. Right. And, and Belize, like I said, they're so far out ahead of other countries on conservation. Um, in our Lionfish Patrol app, we actually have more fish being documented from Belize than the United States or any other country. Wow. wow. That's yeah, amazing. It is. It, we're working on the leaderboard to show who's leading the fight for, you know, catching the most lionfish and from what countries and what regions and um, we have all these different kind of cool leaderboards and Belize is at right at the top. So wow. Who, for such who's a small coming in at country, second and third? I want to know who comes in at second and third. Are they like the U S is behind that, but then what, what's really cool about the app is, um, and we're actually working with the lionfish project working group in, in Belize, uh, with the app. And you yeah. can actually click on the region, which is the Caribbean and pick out Belize. And it shows you how many Belize has, then you can click yeah. on Belize and then it has every location with all the divers underneath it, how many they've caught from those, those locations, Placencia, you know, Stan Creek uh, area, Placencia, Toledo, all that. So oh, great. we're really we putting a lot of information yeah. in the hands of different uh, fisheries and divers and dive shops so that they can figure out, you know, who's doing what, where, and actually reach out to the divers to ask them questions if you need to or to connect. That's actually really good, Scott, because one of the things we did, and I'll, and, and, um, I'll, I'll, I'll mention that we just, uh, you know, took on another producer, Nyasha, uh, who's a Belizean uh, woman from uh, East Coast um, in New York City area. And she is going to be part of it. And part of what she's going to help us with is what we call impact cap- campaign on a documentary. So it's like, okay, I watched this 90-minute movie. Now what? So I think I, I think something like uh, this would be like an app or, or things like that that would be could be become part of an impact campaign. Like you know you know don't use plastic so much. Uh, you know maybe when you go you know go to visit Belize and see how beautiful it is. Uh, 
you know, there are, there are, you know, key, key things that we can kind of draw out and say, these are the things sure. you can do. Not everybody can, you know, not everybody's a marine biologist. Not everybody can volunteer. Not everybody can do all these things. What are the little things? So part of that impact campaign, I could see almost a good fit for you, for you, for your app also. Too, yeah, cool. I think. Cool. So um, you're, you just kind of scratched the surface on this, uh, this documentary, right? Um, yeah. And you say it's going to take about two years to, to go through. We're hoping that, yeah, um, the plan is to have it released by the second half of 2023. Okay. So about, yeah, two years. Okay. Um, how can people get involved uh, other than donating? Is there ways they can share on social media? Can they reach out and volunteer? Can they, is there, are you looking for any kind of, of help or is it just strictly you're off and running and trying to keep to a pace? We're definitely trying to build a, a, an audience uh, that helps with the whole process. And we have we are set up in a lot of social media channels. We have a page on Facebook. Uh, we have also Instagram and Twitter. So our, our hope is to actually share our filmmaking journey. We want people to come along in the journey. And so as, as soon as we get to Belize, we'll start posting on, on social media where we're going, um, who we're talking to. So definitely... We, we welcome people to follow us uh, on all our channels. You can reach them through our website. There's links there for all of them. Again, the website is onbelisablue.org. And, uh, and same yeah. with the social, Facebook and Instagram, yes. same thing? Yeah, they, all, all our, yes, it's the same uh, keyword, on Belize Blue. Okay. And uh, all the links are uh, available on our website. Yeah, so please... Uh, we, we welcome people to join our effort. We're making this, this film for, for all of us that lovers of the ocean and marine conservation. So um, welcome to join. That's great. And I think, um, again, given that Belize is so far out ahead of everyone else uh, with the conservation, uh, just talking with some Belizeans when, when I was there with, um, with Sharif and then the week after, they're so proud of the efforts that, that the country puts out there for the conservation. It's the, you know, everybody we've talked to are really excited about it. So um, I think it's a great project. I think it's going to be a, a great film. I've seen some of the other stuff you've got, you've done and it's um, good, high quality, really, really well done. And I think this is going to be maybe something that'll motivate other countries to get involved and to start, you know, working harder to protect those reefs and the environment. Absolutely. It's just start, starting the conversation, right? I think that's what it will do. Uh, and to uh... It's a, it's a big subject matter, and I think that's why the length of the movie is quite large. But it's, uh, it's really, uh, you know, starting the conversation around, you know, what are the steps and solutions can we do, right, as opposed to, you know, more, more climate change movies, you know? <laughs> more so plastic. Yes, more plastic. <laughs> so uh, I, I think that it'll have that uh, aspect to it. And, and a lot of you would love making movies that are, you know, that are inspirational, that are informative, uh, that are uh, entertaining, that will also have an impact, right? So these things are very important to us. So we have that uh, that style in there. And and to your last point about Belizean culture, we're going to highlight a lot of the Belizean cultures, whether it's to their food and chefs, to their you know the, their yeah, the free divers that are out in the ocean, obviously the lionfish hunters. Of course, we're going to highlight some of the lionfish, uh, you know. Maybe a three three in one stick. Is that going to be one of the things that we can try to get Lottie to put? But I ultimately would love to see like lionfish actually hunting. And I think that's going to be one of the one of the challenges, I would say, for filming for Eladio. 
right. is is actually to see these lionfish, you know, one or two hunting, or now they're in packs, right? If we can get a pack of lionfish hunting, and I think that could add a really amazing cinematic uh, value for that for that aspect of it to see what's happening with these guys all the time. Right. Well, you better get your night goggles out because they're uh, yeah. they're night feeders. So yes. <laughs> um, yeah. There's um, the challenge right there, Lottie. <laughs> yeah, two yeah. hours to get one lionfish. <laughs> yeah. Hunting. It would be a, yeah, it would be amazing because uh, what I've heard is that there's very uh, little footage of the lionfish at night. So we we we're thinking about doing some footage that is never before seen uh, for for that behavior. Yeah. And here's just a thought, but there's a ton of photographers out there that have video of lionfish hunting that they do. Um, And there's some night lionfish hunting as well. So, you know, you might just put it out there to if people want to volunteer their film to get a little credit in there, you might come up with some really good uh, quality film out there. Yeah, that's a great idea. At least uh, to weave in here and there. Yeah, yeah we've, sure. we've actually asked Oceana for footage uh, from WWF, Oceana. We're actually asking for footage actually from these organizations to help with uh, some of the things. But uh, but uh, ideally, we would love to get, you know, our, our shot, right? But yeah. it, it, again, it's a, it's a collaborative effort to bring it all together, hopefully um, for, for visually, to actually, you know, visually show a story of the lionfish, you know, like how yeah. it's actually moving during the day or, or not moving much at all. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, anybody back. can be a good lionfish hunter during the day. Try it at nighttime. <laughs> right. <laughs> not different, not different. Yeah. Well, I, I I'm call excited. the lionfish hits and misses. The hits and yeah. misses. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. As they stand there and they look, even the lionfish look at you and go, dude, did you just miss? <laughs> I know. It's, it's, it's so funny. You, you hit the first time. It's like, Moves a little bit, like, uh, okay, and just still ticking around. And I noticed the second time, it's like I was a little more agitated. By the third time, it goes under the rock, right? <laughs> so that's a really, it's a, the same process every single time. And whenever you have like a rookie hunter, this is my favorite. At least when I see the rookie hunters, like just missing left and right, I'm like, oh, this is the misses. <laughs> it's hilarious. Yeah, it's, yeah, good it's times. quite interesting. Good times. All right. Well, um, I appreciate it. I appreciate your time. Um, Eladio and Sharif, great, great speaking with you. I look forward to uh, seeing some more previews and what you guys are doing and uh, look for the final product. And yeah, we'll try to uh, make some noise and get people to get to your website, social media, some of your donation places as well. That would be fantastic. Thank Thank you you. very much, Scott. Yeah, I appreciate it. Eladio, Sharif, thanks again. Thank you. Take care. Bye.